Hello, it is Sean on Fun Kids Meets. This is the podcast where we meet excellent and interesting people. And uh, here to tell us about who they've met this week, it's only Bex. Hello, it's me again. How are you, Sean? Which means I think we're going to... Actually, no, I was going to say, it means we're going to chat to an author, but this guy isn't just known for authoring. Uh, uh, This guy's uh, known for loads of stuff. Oh no, my friend, this guy is like, I mean, author is kind of, I think, like lowest on the list of things he's known for. It's like, it goes, you know, TV presenter, journalist, kind of broadcaster, and then no, at the very bottom. I reckon there's probably some niche stuff that we don't know that this reckon? person does. Yeah, I oh, oh, okay, well, we'll have to dig out some stuff about that, because um, you've made it sound quite shady. Not in a weird um, way, just, you know, maybe yeah, just... like he might try his hand at theatre. No, I'd quite like to see that. We should probably tell people who we're talking about when we yeah, say this. Yeah, I reckon this. so. Let's, let's yeah. go for it. Do you want to do it? Should we do it yeah, at the okay. same time? Should we try that? Okay. They're After gonna, three. They're going to know anyway. It's going to be in the title of the podcast. But well, let's still. Do, let's, let's, you know, let's entertain ourselves. Okay, you and me. After three. One, two, three. Dermot, Dermot O'Leary. O'Leary. Yeah, it's always <laughs> mad saying stuff when you're recording a podcast online. <laughs> I liked it, though. I liked how we both did the weird same cadence in our voices. Um, Mr. Dermot O'Leary, now I have to... Do you want some like behind-the-scenes goss on this interview? Absolutely. That's why you're here. Yeah, I, I, oh, yeah, that's the whole Otherwise point of this Otherwise, we'll podcast. just play the interview and then we'll all go home. <laughs> so uh, Dermot is... Um, I've interviewed him quite a few times now, so he knows me. I know him. Um, we talked about the fact that he's he's gone beyond friend of the show now. He's he's somewhere into housemate of the show. He's he's that further in. Um, okay. He's that's the level. Right. I've I've ranked all of my guests now, and it top tier is um is family member of the show. Uh, so Dermot is creeping ever closer to becoming a family member of the show. What we like, um, Nanny Danny Wallace. It's Danny Wallace and Ben Miller and me. Uh, so far and Chris the Cow maybe as well what a, what a house <laughs> you know what I mentioned this to Ben Miller recently and Ben Miller was like that sounds like a great family and I was like yes please um, anyway we're not here to talk about Ben Miller we're here to talk Dermot O'Leary Dermot O'Leary had just moved house as I spoke to him so into uh, your I, house into <laughs> I wish the last time I'd spoken to Dermot he um, it was on a Zoom chat and he had a lovely background of his office and this time the office seemed a little bit different and I noticed it's because it was a different room and well done Columbo <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> I'm not the quickest so um he said Bex I've just moved house and it is a tip in here and I was like it looks fine lovely white walls in the background and he was like no no he lifted his laptop up and pointed it down onto the floor and it was covered in boxes there were boxes all over the shop he'd not unpacked i think he'd literally moved in turned his laptop on and been like i must talk to bex so um so that was pretty much how he did his interview was was from a room full of unopened boxes yeah it was lovely oh excellent stuff i love that even Mm. during what is renowned as a stressful time for grown-ups he still took his time to chat to bex for fun kids meets and a pretty big deal sean Indeed. Right. So let's get to the Fun Kids Meets Bingo, which will also reveal a little bit more of about um, Dermot's book that I that I, he'll be chatting about. Um, so the book in question, Toto the Ninja Cat. Yep, he's written quite a few of them. Um, I've read each and every one of them. Uh, yes, yeah, so this is this is the newest book in the Toto series. Is this your favourite one? Be honest. No, it's not, is it? Which, which one's your favourite one? You know what? I really, really did like this one. But the one before was based... Like near my ha- home in London, which oh, I just, which right, really tickled okay. me. Like really, really yeah. tickled me. Yeah. Okay, I see. So yeah, that yeah. one wins by default. Um, yeah, yeah. But so for Fun Kids Meets Bingo, I, this is where I just try and guess some mad stuff that you and Derma had a little chat about. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna guess real life cat stories. 
because it's a little bit based on his actual cat. Is that right? I'm not giving anything away, Sean. You have to listen to the interview to find out. Okay. Well, I know that it's based on his real life cat because he told me once. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> you know. Well, you know, we're at the same publishers. We hang out. We chat. Oh, well. fine. I know Demi O'Leary's <laughs> well, Bex. Not just you. Yeah, you know. I tried so to anyway, special. real life cat stories. All That's right, yeah. For. Um, also, I'm going to go for real life ninja stories because it's a ninja cat. Yeah, sure. Maybe he knows some ninjas. It's a solid guess. Two solid guesses in a row, I'd say. And also, I just think you and Derma reminiscing about the good times. Our friendship together? Yeah, I reckon you're going to bleat on about that for a good portion of this. What? Not, I don't like the use of the word bleat. That not, was not offensive. To, not to talk down the, wow. the, the amazing conversation that you're about to hear on Fun Kids Meets. Bleat! Uh, I'm not a sheep! Bleat! You know what? I come in here for a nice little chat. And I would say, I'm not going to lie, Sean, a little bit of a brag about the people I've spoken to. And if this is the way you're treating, I'm your guest by proxy, I'd say. And you're telling me my interviews contain me bleating. I'm bleating. just saying, there could be bleating. Mm. I'm happy to be proved wrong. If if there's no bleating, then I'll, I won't even take the point for the reminiscing. But oh, don't it, come at me now with your fake <laughs> modesty. I reckon it's going to be bleating. Anyway, <laughs> here is going to be a majority non-bleaty chat mm-hmm. because Derma is one of the best ones of all time. Um, <clears throat> and also Bex is one of the best Thank ones you. of all time. So here is Derma O'Leary on Fun Kids Meets. I'm joined right now by TV presenter and author Dermot O'Leary. I'm going to call you a friend of the show, Dermot. How are you doing? Friend of the show? Of course I am. Yeah. Anyone that deems to come on second time, well, you must can't be that bad, so you're a friend of the show. That's how I think of it. I'm like, second time, definitely friend. Third time, best friend. Fourth oh. time, we're, we're just going to go out hang out together on holiday, basically. Yeah, so fourth, fourth time, Dermot. Fourth time, the mayors will be like co-hosts. Yeah, we're, we're essentially flatmates. That's what happens at the fourth time. <laughs> So, so look out for that, Dermot O'Leary, when we turn into flatmates. Um, tell me, tell me about your brand new book. It's the fifth book in your Toto series. Fifth Toto. So this is the inspiration from this one came from my friend James, who's got a Parsons Terrier called Dudley, and uh, and I was just I was having, I was having a meeting with him, and I'm professionally, and he just said at the end. So a bit of a bit of a nightmare with Dudders last week, and I said, "Oh, what happened?" He said, "Well, he's been quite naughty lately." So I took him to um, the animal boot camp, and I was like, "I'm sorry, what?" And um, go on. <laughs> so yes, Dudley did really well, and then he failed the last challenge, which is walk through essentially a chicken coop um, uh, where, like, behind chicken wire, I suppose, and not go crazy about the chickens. And so, and so he failed boot camp. But I thought the idea of animal boot camp is a really funny. Uh, thing and this this kind of coincided like naughty animals going to boot camp is a really fun thing. This coincided with uh, my wife for a present getting me um, adopting a Scottish wildcat called Finley, and I love the idea of the wildcats. So, yes. so the two kind of ideas merged that uh, Toto's deputies and and friends and, and brothers prank it around really, and, and a prank goes wrong gets sent up to this kind of correctional boot camp for a week. Um, by, by way of kind of placating the powers that be. And, uh, and it coincides with the wildcat of Scotland getting spotted. And the wildcat of Scotland has essentially rights to the animal throne of Scotland. And uh, Larry, the 10th anniversary cat, is, is kind of worried that that means that the wildcat will raise an army and march on London. So he sends Toto up to investigate undercover whilst, uh, whilst you know, pretending to be in this kind of 
boot camp, she has to kind of escape during the night and 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 try and see if she can find the wildcat as well. So it's quite intricate. Um, yeah. <laughs> to you. But um, I really, really enjoyed writing. The real shame for me is obviously I wrote it during lockdown, so I couldn't get up to Scotland and, and properly um, research Do the research. It, but, yeah, I've done a fair bit before, and I've got one of my best mates lives in Glasgow, and I've, gone and I've done some lovely kind of Glen trips with him before, so it's such a nice part of the world. Well, I was really intrigued because the last book was set in Hampstead, which is um, near where I live in London. And, and then you've set this one obviously in Scotland. And I currently am in Northumberland and go to Scotland quite a lot. And I was like, is Dermot O'Leary following me around the country via Toto Books? Is that what's happened here? The next one's going to be based uh, in Northumberland. <laughs> Near, Adri- near Adrian's, Adrian's Wall. Literally right now, I'm in a village called Wall. So like, Dermot, if that happens in your next book, I will know. Yeah. I'll, I'll know I'm the inspiration. Have you ever been tempted to put Toto in a place that you want to go and see so you could do the research and use it as an excuse? You know, well, that's the idea behind this one. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where do I find you to go to? I love to go to Scotland and see the Wildcats. Ah, lockdown. I was hoping you could put Toto maybe in an Edinburgh Fringe show as well. That'd be quite fun. That'd be amazing. Yeah. I mean, I will. She is Italian. There will be one book where she goes back to Italy, I think. Um, I don't know when, but I've sort of, I thought it'd be like the third or fourth book, but I haven't, I keep coming up with other ideas, but I do love the idea of her having to go back and, and, and kind of help her old master Ventura back in Italy. So there'll definitely be, an Italian trip on the cards. <laughs> like a little Italian job. I love it. Get involved. Yeah. I, I do love Toto as a character because she's so chill and it's like she's still so capable. Like when you're reading about her, you're like, she's got this. This is absolutely fine. Compared to like, you know, her brothers and stuff and Catface, she's just like super calm and collected. Yeah. I mean, I deliberately, I mean, she's a very, very calm cat. We've just moved house and I was really worried about. Um, <laughs> I was really worried about how the cats would be in the new place because notoriously cats hate moving. And, um, and Socks is kind of, we're in, we're sort of in a few weeks now and Socks is kind of just starting to get to the cock the kind of cocky stage where I think he feels like, okay, this is my territory now. Mm-hmm. Um, and we haven't let them out yet, but um, we're still sort of, you know, w- waiting and maybe a week or two before we do that. Toto within a day was like, Okay, we'll get out of the room now. What's what's around? What's... And bear in mind, she's blind, so she can't see anything really. She, she's got like five percent vision, but she's fearless. I mean, she's such a she. You know, I mean, life does kind of imitate art a little bit. She's such a chilled, fearless cat. She's she's brilliant. She's quite inspirational in many ways. Um, you know, she and the vet said this when when I took her in for a checkup when she was about two. I remember the vet saying she's really she's super confident because she maps the room. So the first thing you do when you take her out of the basket is she does the whole perimeter of the room so she knows exactly where everything is. Like, okay. she senses it with her whiskers and, and whatnot. And then she tries to get high, which is the sign of confidence for a cat if they try and get high, then super happy. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, but before we let you go, I also want to mention you bring back some other characters, or you bring back one character in particular in this book. Um, you read I it? I don't want to spoil it too much. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, I've read the book, yeah. <laughs> What do, you think? what do you think of bringing him back? I loved it because um, because as a, as a reader, because I've read your last few books, I felt quite smug because I was like, hmm, uh, where's this going to go? I know this character. Um, so yeah, no, I loved it. It was great. Did you guess it? No, it took me a little while. And I was, I loved the, right. the, the way the character goes, the direction. Yeah. The personality. I yeah. don't want to ruin it, damn it. It's hard to say. Well, you know, I, 
you try and hold on to the fact no one's 100% bad, right? So it feels so nice to see the continuation and to see like the development of the cats and all the stories and the, and the personalities. Oh, um, although uh, Catface is still my favorite, still my favorite character. Um, you know, Catface and Catface and ADF are probably the two most fun characters to write. I can imagine that. I can well imagine. My thing with Catface is Catface has done everything. Like he's kind of like Forrest Gump slash Walter Mitty. He's sort of done everything there is to have done ever. So any any time I I kind of my head goes, well, he could have been. Oh, he could have been captain of the rowing team at university. So, you know, so all of that just kind of just goes in. So why wouldn't he have given up law school to go on board a corned beef uh, 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 cargo boat to Brazil when he was younger? Well, he's why wouldn't he have done that because he's a captain. I mean- a little spin-off of Cat Off's previous life would be fantastic. Oh my God, I'd love to do a cat Can you imagine? <laughs> Just all of those ideas would be madness. Um, no, I, again, if you do that, I'll be taking 10% of those royalties. Um, <laughs> Just, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, we have uh, loads of lovely authors at the moment on Fun Kids, and we're doing a little game of uh, celebrity interview tag. Um, oh, yeah. So I have had um, Connie Huck recently. She asked a question for Greg James and Chris Smith. And then they, in turn, have asked a question for you um, that they want you to answer, right. um, which I... it's This is a two-parter, Dermot, so bear with me on this. Okay, so first of all, Chris Smith said, where is the weirdest place your cat has been sick? because he knows that cats are kind of sick in odd places. But then Greg also said a follow-up question, which was, if you could have a cat, or if your cat could last forever, but you had to have a dog as well, would you take that deal? Oh, well, answer the Greg question really is, yeah, I love dogs. I like, I'm not like, I'm not a cat zealot. I, if I could have dogs and cats, I'd have them. Okay, because he thought you were just a cat person. And I also followed up with, does the cat last forever as well? And he said it regenerates every 15 years. So just to give you the full details there. I mean, I'd rather not focus on my cat dying, but um, <laughs> but, but, but the positives of that question I'll take. No, uh, which is, yeah, I definitely, I definitely, I'd get a dog now if I could. Okay, good. It's okay, I'll, I'll let you know. The whole thing about it is you should really get a dog first and then get cats. And we've gone sort of the wrong way. Away. And also having a dog will be hard because we're both out all the time, working all the time and stuff. But now we've got a baby, it might be might work better. But um, I will have a dog sometime. But I mean, um, this wasn't this wasn't a test. Don't worry, I'm not making you get a dog. It's, it's, it's there is something you. really nice about having cat specs because you, you, like you come in and you've worked hard, and you know you've had a long day, and you see you know, and then you do bath and bed, and then the, the cats aren't going. Can we go for a walk? The cats are going. <laughs> Should have some dinner and watch some TV and let's just yeah. relax. Exactly. Yeah. I'm just going to stretch out here. Where are you going to stretch? Where are I'll dogs? You. dogs are like, let's go out, let's go out. Why are we going out? We should be going out. Why are you taking me out? Let's go out. Um, so, yeah, there's something kind of... I always say, dogs, when you get back and you've been out and dogs are there, dogs are like, where have you been? Why was I with you? Why? It's a, dogs are like the neediest friend possible, whereas cats yeah. should literally look at you and stretch and go, have you been out? And you can like... <laughs> You know, you can leave them. I remember I was just rushed home after being out all day thinking, God, I feel so sorry. I've left the cats all day. And then they, they are in the same spot they were in when you left and they're still asleep. And they sort of look up at you and go, right, what's for dinner? That's it. No, you've been, you been here the whole time. We thought you were, oh, okay, yeah. sure. Um, and I need to know where you're, the, the sick question. Yes, please. This is question is they always, it's not necessarily anywhere unusual they always tend to be sick where you're going to tread without any socks on or shoes on. So I live in the Scandinavian and my wife's Norwegian, so we never wear shoes inside. It's like a big no-no. 
Okay. So as soon as you get in, you have to take your shoes off, uh, which is fine. I agree with that. It's a good thing. Like you want a dirty house. But the only thing that's bad about it is you do tend to, it's always when you get, it's always when you least expect it. It's always when you're late and you have to clean it up. It's always when you're, when you're getting up and you're sort of half tired that you end up putting your bare feet in cat sick. And that is never a nice feeling. No, I can imagine that's less than ideal. Um, I will report that back to them. Thank you. But that does mean I need you to set a question for someone else, if that's okay. Yeah. Who have you got? I uh, am going to be chatting very soon to Ben Miller. um, Oh, he's lovely. Who is a lovely man. And uh, he's got a brand new book. Uh, It's called How I Became a Dog Called Midnight. Uh, yes. so that's why I'm talking to him. So I, d- I didn't know whether you had a question about acting or about his writing or about his books, anything at all. If you could ask Ben Miller any question, what would you ask him? And then I will use that question as my own. Well, I met him recently. I interviewed him as part of this new show I'm doing for ITV called The Pet Show, where I met his dog as well. Ah. So he's got a lovely dog. He's got, I think it's a Welsh or Russian terrier. Big dog, black dog. I can't remember the name of it. Really lovely dog. And um, I think it might be Midnight. Well, when I interview, I've interviewed him previously and he's named the last few characters after his kids and yes. his three books. And I was like, you've run out of children now. What will you do? Now he's doing the dogs. And he's now, yes. and he said, he, as a joke, he was like, oh, my dog. And I was like, ha, 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 that's so funny. And then I was like, oh, he has literally done it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's a lovely yes. dog. So if he could live for a day in his dog's body, what would he do? Damn it, O'Leary, that's a great question. Off yes. the lead. And Off the lead. Without, yeah, and without kind of impunity. So we can go anywhere and do anything, but as a dog, what would you like to do? Yay! So the fifth book in the Toto series is out now. I'm assuming there will be uh, many more to come, hopefully sixth, seventh, eighth. Thank you, yeah. Many, many more. Um, and maybe one day I'll actually meet you in person. That'd be lovely as well. <laughs> well, next time I'm a BFF, aren't I, if I come on? That's the level you get up to on the friendship ladder. You're right, yeah. One step away from flatmates. Um, thank you so much for talking to us, and uh, hopefully I will really, see you soon. Really enjoyed chatting. Thank you. Bex, I'll hold my hands up. There was no bleating to be found. Well, thank you so much. I mean, I don't know why I had to listen to the interview to assume there'd be no bleating. I thought you would have known me better than that. Uh, but yes, uh, he's a lovely, lovely man. Like, as I was told by Greg James and Chris Smith a little while ago, uh, one of the nicest men in the world ever. And uh, you know what? He lived up to expectations. I was about to say, it is widely known within industry circles that Dermot Ter- oh. O'Leary is excellent. Whenever just whenever a- we've met him as well, he's always been like super nice and chatty. It's just yeah. like a, having a nice, normal man just hanging around. I, Dermot O'Leary, whenever I speak to him, gives me the vibes of a man who you you want to be your friend. Like, And I think he's a very chatty person. He likes people. So I like people. He likes people. Between the two of us, we were. I think we could have been there all day just having a lovely little conversation. He's great. He's great. Let's go to the Fun Kids Meets Bingo side mm-hmm. of things. Real life cat stories, Bex. Oh, yeah. Fill your boots. You were right. It was based on, or is based on, uh, Dermot's real-life cat, Toto. So, yeah, correct. Real-life cat stories are plenty. Real-life ninja stories. Mm, less so. Less. Less. <laughs> less of those. He doesn't have any, sadly, pet ninjas in his house. Pet cats, yes. Pet ninjas, fewer uh, to be found. Although, I say that, fewer to be found. That's kind of the point of a ninja, isn't it, really? Like, they don't really yeah. make themselves known. But no, no ninja chat. And Dermot and Bex reminiscing. 
Well, we didn't sadly talk about the good times of, you know, our trips out together. We did mention, of course, that he's been on the show before. Um, but I don't know. I'd give you half a point for that because there was a camaraderie, I would say, that Do could you know be what? I'm called gonna t- reminiscing. I'm going to take no points because it oh. wasn't bleaty. It wasn't bleaty. Oh, I guilt-tripped you into that one. Brilliant. Yeah, big time. I'm just here feeling <laughs> awful and mortified about my behaviour. Not really. Thank you, Bex, for bringing Dermot <laughs> O'Leary into our lives. I would always bring Dermot O'Leary into your life. Uh, don't you worry about that. Um, and hopefully I will speak to you soon about more brilliant, fantastical uh, and non-bleaty authors. You mentioned Ben Miller earlier. Mm, I think mm-hmm. we're going we're gonna to be hearing from Ben Miller soon, aren't we? Oh, good. Lovely, because Ben Miller is the end of my celebrity interview bingo. Um, so Dermot has asked a question for Ben Miller. So I asked Ben Miller that question. Excellent. So mm. also make sure you keep an eye on Bex's book podcast because loads of your favourite authors also turn up in Bex's Bookworms podcast. So go and fish that out in the old big old fun kids podcast network, which is growing and spreading like... What's a good mm. thing that grows and spreads? Well, I was thinking like a fungus, but that's not a <laughs> yeah, good thing, Yeah, but no, we don't want to describe it like no. that. We'll get in Growing trouble. Growing and spreading like the joy you have when you listen to fun kids. Yes. I was mm. also going to say blossom, but joy oh. is also good. Okay. Well, that's, they're both positive things. I'll take that. That's okay. Like warm sunlight upon your brow. Ah. He's a poet. He's a, you got this. Okay. Well, lovely. Yeah, like, listen to Fun Kids Bookworms. I can't, I can't promise as much poetry as Sean just offered you in that one short sentence. But I can promise you uh, Jacqueline Wilson, Jenny Pearson, lots of uh, very famous authors and lots of newer authors that you haven't heard of but that will soon become your new favourites. Yeah, like Sean Thorne and Luke Franks. We'll yeah. be seeing Bex very soon on Fun Kids Meet. Make sure you smash that follow button wherever you're listening to your podcast and we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. 